Welcome back, fellow Creamsters, to part two of Not-So-Fond Memories. Today, we have the privilege of being joined by our special guest, Lil Davis, also known as Jordan. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, like Micah said, my name's Lil Davis, a.k.a. Jordan. Um, glad to be here today, fellas. All right, so you lived at the old house, too. Do you remember, let's say, about five of just birthday parties you had there? Okay, so I'd say uh, I'd say my favorite one probably was my junior year, whenever we did Movie Under the Stars for the first time. Um, we rented a big uh, movie projector, popcorn machine, um, like a big blow-up screen and all, did Movie Under the Stars with all my friends. Second favorite would be the year after that. We did the same thing, but we showed Conjuring instead of Insidious, like the first year. And then number three would probably be my seventh or eighth grade year. We had a camp out with a bunch of my friends, and I just remember everybody like making s'mores and playing hide-and-go-seek in the dark whenever it got like pitch black in the woods. It was real fun. But I'd say those are my top three. I honestly don't have two more that I can recall from immediate memory. Yeah, I got you. So, speaking of those woods, do you have any ghost stories you would like to share from that house? Yeah, actually, one specifically comes to mind. Um, It was me and Tyler. Shout out to Tyler, by the way, my older cousin, for everybody who doesn't know. Um, I mean, my younger cousin. Um, But, yeah, we were playing out in the yard. Um, We used to have, like, this swing set thing in the front yard. And we just saw, like, this weird movement in the tree line. And we thought it was like a deer or something, but we kind of would just see, we can never really make out what it was because we were near the house and you know how far the trees are away, but we would just see this figure and it would like move between the trees, but you would never see it come out on the other side of the tree. So never knew what it was, but I kind of just assumed it was something paranormal or something I just couldn't understand. Right. And did you say you saw this more than once or was it that one incident? It was that one incident. I mean, I tried to, like, go out there and see it again, but I never saw it again. That kind of even made it creepier to me, though. Yeah. Uh, So, playing hide-and-seek in those woods, did you ever feel like you were being watched or anything? Uh, I mean, yeah, i definitely say so. Um, I mean, I was younger, so my imagination was running wild, obviously, but I still, I don't know. There was, there was definitely times where I was – a little on edge and I didn't necessarily know why but yeah you know that feeling like you said like you're being watched or something right so after moving out of the house uh, have you had any more incidents where you've encountered something paranormal yeah actually recently up here at my house in Atlanta um I don't know if it's paranormal or what but so I know y'all haven't been to my house up here but basically we have a, a front balcony and a back balcony and me and Millie live up on the second story and recently like it actually started this past week late at night we'll randomly hear something that sounds like some like a bang on the back balcony door or like knocks on the window like it's it always sounds like th- someone's throwing like pebbles at the window or knocking at the window but then I always rush outside and never see anything so that's been weird kind of creeping me out and it's loud enough where I can hear it through my gaming headset so it's not just like a little wind or anything like that it's definitely and that's up in Atlanta, right? Yes, sir. Right in the heart of the city. Wow. My house is over 100 years old, too, though. It's recently renovated, so who knows what all's attached to this house and its old bones. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. I tell you, Atlanta, along with Savannah and a few other cities, they they're old, sir. They definitely have spooky parts of towns and even buildings. Yeah, Savannah is actually the most haunted city in America. Believe it or not. Oh, I believe it. Going there the other day, I mean, there's just a bunch of weird people, and it kind of just fits, honestly. You said Savannah. Savannah, yeah. There's a bunch of creepy stuff in Savannah. Yeah, they literally have ghost tours, like, running 24-7 there. There's so much haunted shit like that to see there. Yeah, we saw there was this tour, but they had took a hearse and, like, cut out the insides of it to make it, like, a tour. Not bus, but it was still a hearse. But it had, like, seats where you could hold your head out the top of it. And they were just doing ghost tours. Damn. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Could you recall maybe the scariest ghost story you've ever been told from somebody, somebody's personal experience? Hmm. Not. That's, I'd say the closest thing to like ghost stories. Um, my girlfriend Millie used to get like sleep par- sleep paralysis really bad, and I know it's not necessarily always viewed the same thing, but she would say it was like like a sleep paralysis like demon or like 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 you say like a ghost or a spirit or something where she would just wake up and be still and see these figures in the room but yeah i don't know stuff like that scares me because that's like medical you know that stuff's real like people actually have that every day and it's been proven to be a real thing so i mean not that ghosts aren't any more scary but you know what i'm saying that's actually like What's that? real deal i couldn't i don't know if i could live with myself having sleep paralysis <laughs> Because I've heard stories of that, and it is no joke, like you're saying. Not at all. So we were uh, yesterday talking about the old house that uh, me, Cole, Brennan, Kenny, Mom all used to. We stayed at the one with the pool. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there by the radio station. Right, right. Um, We were talking about kind of stuff we had seen there. Do you remember anything or feeling anything when you were at that house? I remember this one time. I don't remember the occasion, but I remember it was like we were. It was me, Tyler, and Brennan. I want to say y'all were there too, but maybe not. But your mom had gone out of town, and me and Tyler went like night swimming. And we just kept hearing this like this like sound because you know it was like the fence and all that so we kept hearing stuff right outside the edge of the fence and we thought it was like somebody watching us or one of y'all playing a prank on us and me and Tyler both just got this like chills over our skin just feeling like we're being watched and stuff like that and I don't know I just I, I, I didn't really see anything but it was definitely like a an uneasy presence I would say definitely so I, I think it's apparent at this point you definitely believe in ghosts yeah, I'd say I do. All right. So, moving a little bit into a different topic. Uh, yesterday, we also did draft picks on the uh, podcast, and we wanted to see what your top five scariest Halloween, or not even just Halloween, but just scariest characters, in your opinion, one through five. Ooh, like horror movie characters? Yes. Hmm, let's see. Number one, I got to go with... Probably Freddy Krueger, just because, like, I don't know, like Michael Myers and all them, you can run away. But I mean, Freddy Krueger is literally in your dreams where your like physical body is pretty much disabled. 
you know. Right. So, and and whenever you're in those dreams, he kind of controls it. So I'd say Freddy Krueger one, probably, probably Michael Myers number two. Jason at a close third. Um, believe it or not, I'd probably throw Leprechaun in there. I don't know. The little Leprechaun movies always freak me out. And then for five, I'd probably say Pennywise from the It series, just because he's a shapeshifter and he like changes into the things that scare you the most. All right, fair you enough. All those yesterday, except for Leprechaun, that was a new one. Yeah, I have, I have forgotten that that was a scary villain. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen him. When I say Jason, I mean like the OG Friday the Third. Not, oh. like, not like Friday the Thirteenth Part Ten. Jason goes to space. Bullshit. <laughs> like that. Yeah. I would say my, probably the scariest Jason, in my opinion, was when he had, like, the bag over his head. Yeah, that was the, like, second movie, Friday the 13th, too. Yeah, that was probably the scariest one, in my opinion. Just, I don't know. That always spooked me a lot more than somebody wearing a hockey mask. Yeah, no, for real. But, yeah, like Andrew was saying, we mentioned all those. My, uh, We did top three because there was five of us yesterday, but mine was Jason being number one. Freddy Krueger, number two. And the third one was uh, the John Wayne Gacy, that clown that they made a movie about. That was my top three right there. That man, that ain't even a character. That's real life. Yeah, but I was just saying, yeah. they made it a movie, too. I think it's called Killer Clowns or something. Yeah, yeah, I know which. Oh, yeah, I do know which one you're talking about. Where he, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that, that always kind of freaked me out. I ain't scared of clowns. Like, my brother Tyler, he, uh, I don't know if it's still as bad, but it used to be, if you remember. Oh, dude, really I, scared of- yeah, I have a story about that. I remember we went to the Wild Adventures during Halloween with the church one year, and me and my dad knew that Tyler was ter- ter- uh, terrified of clowns, but didn't know how bad it was. So we told one of the like workers there that was dressed up as a clown to follow Tyler around, and that man was just running and frantically screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. I can see him doing that. I like spiders, though, so I don't have much room to talk. You scared of spiders? Yeah, not as bad as I used to be. But I still don't fuck with spiders. That's, that's the one thing. That's one of those fears I understand. I just am not personally, like, afraid of spiders. Like that lady on, like, Dr. Phil or whatever, where she was afraid of olives or pickles or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> say... They were like, bring out the pickles. <laughs> I would say that my biggest fear, and I used to know the name of it, and I, I see it in my head, but I can't, like, pronounce it. Like, it's the last phobia. I don't even know. Is where you're scared of, like, deep water. And I, oh, yeah. That is my biggest fear. Nothing could ever top that. I would rather go into the deepest part of space than the deepest part of our ocean. Yeah, no, it's funny. Me and my friends were actually talking about that yesterday, how it's crazy, like, how certain creatures live that deep in the water, like so deep that if you were to put a card that deep in the water, it would literally crush a, a full size car down. But there's like squid and stuff swimming down there. It's crazy. It is. It definitely is. So what would you say your biggest fear is? Mm. That's a good one. It's a, uh, like I said, I'm, ter- I'm scared of spiders, but, I don't know, and this is a really, like, kind of cliche, I guess, fear, but uncertainty. I guess that's kind of 
like I'm not afraid of the dark, but if I'm staring at a dark room, not sure what's on the other, what's in that room waiting for me to walk in, I don't know, that just scares the hell out of me. Fair enough. I understand that. Yeah. I'm not scared of the dark, but I'm scared of what could be in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So I got, always, oh, go ahead. My birthday's on just a random boring day, like September 2nd, and Cole's the 22nd, Andrew's, what, 20th. Just boring days. What is it like having a birthday on Halloween? Oh, it's awesome, man. I was, uh, yeah, I was talking with some of my customers at work about it the other day. Like, I think it's, in my opinion, even though I'm a little biased, probably the best birthday to have just because it's, uh, you get presents and candy and then it's, it's just far enough away from Christmas to where your like birthday gifts and Christmas gifts don't get bunched together. So it's pretty awesome. So you definitely wouldn't change uh, your birthday. No, and then plus, like I said, when it's, when it's my birthday and Halloween, I just have double the excuse to dress up and act an ass if I want to. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. What would you say is your favorite costume you've ever dressed up as? 100% hands down the red Teletubby in 2017. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's back the year I was at UGA. And uh, my good friend, Nate McBride, shout out to Nate. Well, um, I used to hang out with him a lot, and so he would invite me to, like, the football teams, get-togethers and parties, and they rented out, like, a bar in downtown Athens, and I didn't know it was a costume party until a few hours before, so I just got in a panic, scrambled to the closest costume shop I could find, and I was like, oh, Red Teletubby, it'll either be humiliating or a hit, and it was a hit. Everybody loved it, so. (laughs) Must have been fate. That's when you – met George's quarterback isn't it yeah actually I still have that picture like it's one of my favorite pictures I was a red Teletubby and he was a Spartan that year um yeah that's that's my boy Stetson his his birthday was actually a few days ago on the 25th so I was uh I talked to him the other day it was cool to see that he still talks with me hadn't gone Hollywood yeah how was it like meeting people well I guess like that like a celebrity kind of I mean I would say a quarterback for a big team like Georgia would kind of be nerve-wracking I know I don't think it was at the time but even just somebody on the team I mean it was at first because well it it, it definitely was nerve-wracking at first but I'd say you probably you kind of get used to it because I've met like a lot of rappers and celebrities even living in Atlanta too but after a while you just get used to it and the biggest thing and my biggest advice for people listening like if you run into somebody famous or somebody you really like in public and know just talk to them like they're normal people. Like, that's all they want. They don't want to be – like, you can still get a picture in there, but have a conversation with them. Just talk to them like it's one of your buddies that you run into in public, you know? Right. My yeah. very my very first night in Athens, the summer before I went up there, I met Jacob Eason, who was the quarterback at the time. And then when I finally moved in, like, that, that night I met Jake Fromm, who was then, like, the next quarterback. So, yeah, it was, that was kind of like my first big, uh, I'd say, like, somewhat famous people that I met. I don't I don't think I could keep my cool, honestly, meeting any uh, celebrity major, just kind of like a minor, um, I, because I just don't know what I would say. See, that's the thing, too, is, like, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know what to say, and then they just resort to, I don't know, like, questions, like, I try not to ask. Like, whenever I meet rappers, for example, obviously I make music, and everybody's always like, 
oh, you should have told him, like, I make music and showed him your stuff. But you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's just going to push them away because there's probably hundreds of people every day that try to do the same thing. Yeah, fair enough. Any tips you would give people? I know you said just kind of talk normal, but any other tips you would give people that are just even to prepare them to meet somebody? Yeah, like I said, just keep your composure. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll double back on it. Just talk to them like they're a normal person and just, just like remembering your head that they're a normal person just like you and treat them with respect. Just don't be a weirdo, I guess. <laughs> I guess would be my number one advice. Just don't be a weirdo. Fair enough. Fair try, enough. To, try to do something to make yourself stand out without being too bold and upfront. That's my. That's, that's probably my best tip. Well, I'll definitely have to take that advice. Don't know when I'm going to meet a celebrity, but, you know, just in case. Yeah, that's the thing. You never know. Yeah. How many would you say you've met now working where you do? Um... At work, at the job that I work now, I'd say I met, let's see, who have I met? I met three people I would consider like famous people. I met Big Walk Dog, who is one of Gucci Mane's new rappers. I met Maddox, who is a rapper out of Philly. And I met, uh, funny enough, I met August Alsina, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, who is the guy that Will Smith's wife cheated on him with. Wow. <laughs> With the ent- the whole entanglement thing, yeah. So I met him not too long ago. He re- he he's a regular at our shop. Wow. I just don't know. I just don't know what like I would talk about because you there's really no way to prepare. I know at calm, you know, don't ask too many questions. Don't throw, you know, who you are in their face. But it's like, well, what's the first thing? What what do I say first? Like besides, hey, uh, how are you? How you been? No, I just be like, I mean, usually my approach is like, just walk up to him and be like, yo, you're da 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 da, like, right? And they'll be like, yeah, what's up? And you just be like, I don't know, I'm just like, yo, huge fan of your work. And just, it usually will spark the conversation. And then I'll try to, like, before I end the conversation, try to ask if I can get a picture. Some people are like, usually people will say, yeah, but I mean, celebrities decline like a picture off you just got to be respectful move on with it and just take the fact that you you got to meet them for what it is fair enough which one was your favorite to meet if you don't mind oh so someone i haven't mentioned yet actually my favorite to meet was definitely the rapper gunna free gunna by the way um yeah it was it's my favorite for two reasons one i met him in person like the week that COVID started back in 2020, he was at an American deli near my house and I was going to get lunch, me and Millie. And we, I thought I saw him walking into American deli, but I wasn't for sure. So I told Millie like, yo, just turn around. Let's go park. Let's go have American deli. Walked in, saw him. I was like, yo, what's up? Didn't really think anything of it. Like, oh, that's cool. I got to meet Gunna. Then I'd say it was like a week and a half later. I woke up and saw that he was live on Instagram promoting his album. And so I joined, uh, like joined the Instagram live and then just randomly press request to join thinking like, yo, there's no way I'm just, you know, but why not? And I look down at my phone and I see going live with Gunna in three, two, one. So I got, 
It was wow. random, but I got to, yeah, I got to meet him. And then like a week and a half later, I was on Instagram live with him in front of all his fans talking for about like a minute and a half. And yeah, it was a really cool experience though. So I've always, I met him twice now. I, I tell myself if I met him a third time, maybe I'll try to slide my music plug into there, but. Third time's the charm. Yeah, that's right. Wow. I would uh, imagine it being a lot more nerve wracking on the live than in person. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely, because it's not just me and him. Like I said, you have you have all all his people watching you, and I had just woken up, and, like, literally, I just woke up, ran to take a piss, and came and sat back down getting ready to play play the game. Like, my hair was everywhere. I looked like a fucking bum. <laughs> yeah, it was just the, the experience itself made it all worth it, regardless. Definitely, definitely. All right, so tomorrow's topic is about politics. I don't know if you got to see the last uh... – Party episode we did last Wednesday, I think. Um, is there any topics you want us to bring up tomorrow? Hmm. Damn, that's a good one. Um. I don't know. Let's maybe talk about how much of a Chad Putin is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot to talk about, especially going on right now, the election coming up in a few Oh, days. no, no, I actually have something. How about y'all talk about all these political ads that you can't escape from? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> about Herschel Walker choking his wife out and all this <laughs> stuff. And definitely something to bring up tomorrow. No one likes ads, but dang, they're everywhere. Bro, I watched five YouTube videos yesterday and got five political ads in a row. Yeah, and it's not even consistent. It's like... Usually they'll know what side you're on based off of what you watch, but I'll get like back to back like opposing campaign ads. And yeah, stuff. me too. It's like the ops. I'm just like watching them beef on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that will wrap it up for today. If that's all right with y'all. Yeah, that's it's been a good interview. Thank y'all for having me. Of course, and you already know what you got to do. Stay creamy. Stay creamy. <laughs>